That's why we're here, you see. How the hell are we? Welcome to another episode. Kyle McNally, Acquired Taste. What the fuck's up? Uh, anyone else sing that in music class as a kid? Or was that just a, a thing around Boston, Massachusetts area? That was the first thing that popped into my head when I said, what can be the Thanksgiving intro music? The only song I knew was the Five Fat Turkey song. Obviously, Adam Sandler got his song, but... I think I'm less likely to get sued by the Five Fat Turkeys guy who ever made that, because as far as I know, Mr. Rowan from my third grade music class made that song. He was our teacher in third grade, and we learned the fuck out of that song and sang it. If you didn't know that song, sorry I'm just fucking ranting about it, I guess, but I don't know. That was how we're starting it off. Thanksgiving episode. It is Wednesday. Before Thanksgiving, Wednesday, November 25th, it is 9.15 a.m. I am in my undies with no shirt on at my parents' house, home for Thanksgiving, came home, took the week off of work, got home last week. Uh, On Friday, been here for a few days, chilling. I'm actually in what was my sister's bedroom growing up. There's no bed in my room. My room got eliminated when I moved out. They couldn't re- wait to get rid of the kids, so now when I come back, I get stuck in my sister's room, because she, of course, is younger than me and owns a house. So, here we are. I hate it. Uh, I never sleep good in this bed, but we're chilling. My dad's downstairs working from home. He's been on Zooms the last two days. I couldn't eat lunch yesterday. I was starving until like two, because he was sitting on Zooms. But here we are. <coughs> Thanksgiving week. Uh, I like Thanksgiving. I'm a fan, obviously. I like the food, brother. If you like, if you're fat and you like to smoke herb, Thanksgiving is the holiday for you. It's like universally accepted to go out the night before for some reason, so I get the excuse for my vicious old man hangovers. Uh, yeah, pretty well known in my family. I'd eat that. I'd come over on Thanksgiving. I'm hungover. I get stoned first. I show up. That'd be like the joke, like, "Oh, Kyle's here right before dinner. Oh, you're looking tired." Crack the jokes about my eyes, like, shut up. Eat, like, two to three plates in front of everyone's dumb face, and then usually my aunt used to live across from my grandfather's house, and uh, I'd just go over there and take, like, a three-hour nap after. I'd be the most rude. <laughs> early early 20s me was the most rude person possible on Thanksgiving Day. That was how we did it, and I guess I, that's why I like it, I guess. But uh, it's not just Thanksgiving. I actually, we got some, some rare... Some big news on the podcast, some personal news. For me, most of you probably won't even give a fuck, but uh, I am I am having a baby. My girlfriend, Rachel, is pregnant. I've been waiting to announce it on here for a little bit. Didn't really know if the time would ever be right, considering I'm a realist. I can admit I don't got a million fans right now. I'm just kind of saying this to the few people listening, but... It's what's going on in my life. It's an important thing. We got to talk about it, right? So, having a baby, it's it's nerve wracking. I can't sit here and pretend I'm not extremely nervous. I can barely take care of myself. Probably wouldn't have hated it if it was a year or two from now that I had my first baby. You know, I wouldn't have hated it if this was episode like hundred of the podcast. <laughs> Maybe I had something going. The podcast was doing all right. I had some fans, but. What are you going to do? It's happening. 30 years old. I love my girlfriend. We're going to make it work. It is what it is. But 
that's the big news on the home front. Your boy is with child. Well, I'm not with child, but my lover is with child. <laughs> that's what we could say. Uh, yeah, it's it's nerve wracking. It's definitely not. She's doing like six months, so we got some time, but it's definitely still not real yet. Uh, my girlfriend told me as awkwardly and like nonchalantly as possible. So the whole thing just kind of started out with like, a, hey, let's roll with it. What else can we do? Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'm going to figure out our life. We'll probably move back to Massachusetts. I want to, I'd love to stay out in the New York area for stand up, but stand up doesn't exist. It doesn't look like it's going to exist anytime fucking soon the way these governors and shit want things to go. So move back, be around family, get some help with the baby. There's still stand up in Massachusetts. I'll still keep doing the podcast. You know, hopefully we'll still make the dream come true, gang, but that's where I'm at. 30 years old, kid on the way, got to find a new job, but I get to eat turkey and shit tomorrow, so things could be worse, you know? And in the meantime, I got a designated driver anytime I hang out with my friends, my girlfriend can't drink, so that's pretty chill, but yeah, it's been a whirlwind couple months for you, boy. I can't pretend it hasn't. I came home from work one day just like out of the blue, getting into the apartment, I'm like, literally like unbuttoning my pants to go take a poop when I get home. And my girlfriend out of the blue is like, I have to tell you something. So like, obviously pit in your stomach. You don't know what the fuck it is. And then I'm like, okay. But like, it's almost one of them things where in retrospect, it's easy to say, but you kind of like suspect when she said something like that, it's like, we've been together five years, there's not many secrets, we live together, got a fucking dog, like, what else is left, you know? I gotta tell you, she just can't, like, out of the blue, I gotta tell you something, I'm like, uh, and she's like, I, I took a pregnancy test, and that's all she says. She doesn't say, I'm pregnant, she's like, I took a pregnancy test, and it's like, I'm like, uh, uh, okay. And I go in and, like, take a pee and a poop, and I come out, and she's like, I'm gonna, but I don't know, I don't know, I took one and it said this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take another one tomorrow, and, like, a couple of days later, I noticed, like, on top of her bureau, there was, like, five different pregnancy tests. It's like, you were really in denial, huh? <laughs> you really didn't want to have this baby with a big idiot like me. But, I mean, obviously nerve-wracking for her, you know? When, not where we probably wanted to be for the first baby, you know? We moved out to the fucking New York for me to do stand-up. I did one year of open mics, and then... Just worked a fucking desk job while New York shut down. So, it is what it is. But funny the way she told me, just casually like that. Like, uh, and I'm like, I mean, I don't know what this says about me, the sick fuck that I am. One of, like, my first, and really one of my only real requests was just, like, I'm not taking one of those pitches where uh, I'm kissing your stomach or something, you know? That's, let's just, <laughs> let's just lay down the law. Let's make, let's make this very clear. You know, I'm not going to do the prom pick where I'm standing behind you with my hands on your belly to announce it. It's just, it ain't happening. She got all offended. Like, why would I want that? You've known me forever. You you think I want that? I'm like, hey, I don't know. People are crazy. People live in this fake social media world where they're not real humans. You know what I mean? Like, everything's fake and they want to make their life seem great. Like, I just wanted to make it very clear to you. I will not be <laughs> on photo kissing any pregnant bellies. That's <laughs> That was my first thought. So I don't know what that says about me or my preparedness for this, <laughs> how immature I am. That was one of my first thoughts, but 
I didn't want to do that. That was a big thing. And then it's just been a whirlwind since because I'm assuming most men are like this, especially the first kid. But, I mean, I know nothing about – I don't pretend to know much about, like, the female anatomy and stuff to begin with. You know what I mean? Like, periods and stuff are confusing. <laughs> I don't get it. But I know nothing about this stuff. Like, the pregnancy, the process, the insurance stuff she's dealing with. I, I feel, I've never felt more useless. You know what I mean? Like, I can't help. I can't, I can't help at all. Like, all I have is like, oh, uh, I don't know, maybe ask your friends who were pregnant before. <laughs> you know, like, that's pretty much my answer to everything. It's like, oh, well, I, I, I have a penis, so I'm going to have to defer to the experts on this, you know. But I try to help where I can, but I do feel bad. She has to, she's on her own, you know. <laughs> she's getting heartburn. She has these feelings. She's feeling sick. And I'm like, oh, ask your friends that have had kids. I don't know. Ask your pregnant friends, you know. Ask somebody. One of her friends is like a, a pharmacist. I'm like, ask her. <laughs> That's kind of a doctor. So, yeah, it's just been a whirlwind. I don't know. Setting up doctor's appointments, making sure she's good, worrying about her. And then early on, you don't think about this stuff, but it's like you can't really tell people at first. You're not supposed to. I mean, because things would still go wrong. You don't want to fucking tell your family and your friends, and then all of a sudden a tragedy happens. You know what I mean? So it's understandable. They, she told me like 12 weeks, so I had that in my head. But then within, like, four or five weeks, she's like, uh, well, I'm going on this bachelor party, and I feel like I need to tell someone. So, like, I, I might tell one of my friends just so, like, someone knows I'm not drinking and I'm not trying to hide it. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I mean, tell whoever you want. It's your thing. Like, whatever makes you comfortable. But I had in my head, don't tell her for 12 weeks. So I'm fucking sweating every conversation I have. It might slip out. I'm talking to my parents. I'm lying. I'm, like, stressed, being her or fighting. I'm venting to my mother, like, about it, and I'm like, she probably thinks we hate each other, but in reality, we're both just stressed, and we can't express why to other people, so we're just losing it, you know? So, definitely feel useless. I, I don't know. She got me, like, a book, like, dad's first time book, and it's like, I'll skim through it to humor her, but, I mean, come on. What is that book gonna fucking... You, you don't know. No one knows. That's, like, the one realistic advice that I've gotten from all my friends. Like, a consensus thing is, like... Don't overthink it. You're not ready until you fucking bring them home the first day and you learn on the fly, you know? You'll figure it out. I don't know. It's it's a whirlwind, gang. We had to get the ultrasound, find out the gender, which I didn't want to do. You know what I mean? I was down to get this. I was down for a surprise. I wasn't afraid of a surprise, but my girlfriend just had to know. She just, she couldn't not know. She has to, like, get things ready and buy clothes and get the room ready. Like, she just has to know. She's sorry. Maybe for the second one, we cannot find out. So, of course, because I'm a man, we found out because that's what us men do, right, guys? Anyone in a relationship, that's what we do. We bitch out. And we'd rather fucking do whatever is going to make you happy than even argue about it for a fucking second. <laughs> so we found out, which isn't like, it's not like it was a hill I was dying on. Like, I refuse to find out. If we find out, we find out. I just would have been cool with the surprise, whatever, but even that whole process is nerve-wracking, because you go to get, like, this one test, and you think you're going to be done, and they're like, well, then you need the test to see if they're fucking retarded, then you need the test to see if they got spina bifida, then there's a separate test for this, I'm like, are they whacking us for money on all these tests, insurance cover these, what the fuck's going on, but find out the gender, we go to get it, and even with this, it's like, you can't win with my girlfriend, we go to find out, and the lady who's a fucking professional doctor, OBGYN, whatever fuck doctor, like, her world is babies and pregnant girls, that's where she works, 
And they're like, well, we won't know for sure until the blood test. She's like, but I, if you want, I can give you an educated guess. And my girlfriend's like, okay. And she's like, I think it's going to be a girl. So my girlfriend, and my girlfriend thought boy all along. So like, I don't think she cares it's a girl, but she was like in denial, like definitely in denial about it. Like even after that appointment, I was like, oh, it's definitely a girl. But I mean, if this girl, it was 50, 50, if this woman's saying educated guess, when she's a doctor, I'd say that lumps it to like 70, 80%. So I was like, oh, it's probably a girl. And my girlfriend was convinced it wasn't a boy, which after a day or two of thinking about it, had me horrified. Because if this professional doctor, her educated guess was it's a girl, and it ended up like two weeks later when we got the blood back, if they were like, this is a boy, then that means I gave this boy the smallest penis of all time, even by baby standards, you know, even by like four-week fetus standards, his junk wasn't showing up on the picture, and I was like, please don't tell me that's the case, you know, I can't, I can't do that to my boy, my baby boy, I'm sure I'm gonna give him a small wiener, but hopefully not freakishly, if I ever do have a son, you know, so that was my fear, which again, I guess, shows how immature I am about the whole thing, but that was my fear, was like, this lady's educated guess was a girl, if it comes out, he's a boy, it's like, does he have a dick, what's going on, you know, what's, what's happening with my baby, but None of it really matters because, you know, we don't even know the gender. You know, I mean, that, that baby will decide its gender when it's 18. Just, <laughs> just like, what's your name? <coughs> Emily, whatever, Ratchikosi. It's like, yeah, yeah, you have great tits in Gone Girl. Don't get me wrong. I like looking at your tits on Instagram. But if you think I give one fuck for a second about the gender of your kid or anyone else's, you're fucking crazy. Who do these people think they are? Let the, I'll let the kid decide. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck what gender you are. As long as... You're a good person. You know what I mean? Raise them to be a good person. Let them be a kid. That's the main fucking thing. Let them be a kid. And fucking the rest will figure itself out if they're a good person. Who gives a fuck about the rest? I don't care what gender you are. I don't care who you like to have sex with or get sex from. <laughs> I don't care. Just if you're a good person, you're a good person. Try to raise your kid to be a good person the best you can. But having said that, we will be letting the child choose. So do not call my baby a she or her or anything for the next 18 years at least please <laughs> uh, yeah that's i'm joking obviously but i am a little fired up those those clips are starting to leak from that hbo trans doc i'm sure some people have probably seen them they're going all over twitter and as uncomfortable as it gets like some of the most uncomfortable things i've ever seen and i don't care if you want to be guy, girl, you know, white, black, Chinese, Spanish, like, I don't give a fuck what anyone does, if you're a good person, but the whole, this whole thing is, like, clearly, it's, like, these weirdo parents making this four-year-old, can like, and the kids don't want it, it's very uncomfortable, it's in, like, a church setting, which is the weirdest part of the whole thing, it's, like, this weird cultish church, it's, like, I mean, I don't know, I'm in, I'm, no expert on any of this stuff to speak on it, but it's just, it doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem natural. It doesn't seem fair to the kids at all. It's like horrible for the kids. I'm sure these kids are going to end up growing up to resent their parents at the very least, but who knows if they're going to end up with other shit. You know what I mean? Drugs, maybe? You ever fucking think of that? It's just strange. So <laughs> that's my that's my rant about these trans documentaries. <laughs> they made me uncomfortable, so you shouldn't watch, am I right? That's what I got to say about that. Oh, but yeah, crazy time between the kid and everything else, and then still lose my mind about the COVID California just 
locked it the fuck down for the holidays, indoor, outdoor seating. And like, it was inevitable on the East Coast. Like, it's going to get cold. You can't have outdoor seating. But California's not cold. Like, they don't need to be doing this. This guy is just like, no, I don't care. I'm going to fucking ruin your business. I'm going to make it so you can't eat. And those 15 to 20 waitresses you employ, their kids can't eat. And we're not going to give you a fucking penny. It's fucking insane, these COVID lockdowns. I'm not some big diehard anti-mask guy. Like, you want us to wear a mask, but you can't keep telling adults what they can and can't do. And then, on top of it, tell them what to do, but then also take their livelihood and how they survive and then not give them anything to compensate for that. And then think, like, it's just going to be peaceful. And, like, you, you're you asking for it. You're asking for mayhem. You're asking for regular people to start buying guns and doing what they have to do to take care of their family. You know what I mean? You're backing people into a wall and they just don't give a fuck on both sides. They don't give a fuck. They're going to lock it the fuck down. Everyone kept telling me, well, when if Biden wins, COVID's over. It's a fake thing against Trump. And it's like, yeah, sure looks that way. Because Biden won and fucking they are about to lock the entire country down again for a month or two again. Again. We, like, they already did this to us. They're going to do this again and keep fucking us. It's bad. I keep ranting about it every week, saying I'm not going to rant about it, but this is supposed to be a happy podcast. I'm trying to do a quick episode. I know it's Thanksgiving. I know no one's going to fucking listen to this episode. I get it. I just wanted to do something to keep an episode every week, keep myself motivated, and something quick, something fun. Talk about the baby. Get that out there. Get it over with. I figured it's a short episode of Thanksgiving. I don't have much to talk about. Let's fucking get the news out there. Poor Nick, anyone that listened to me, my friend Nick, he knew that she was pregnant. I think he was trying to, like, just nicely be like, do you got any plans when you, last, that episode when he was on, he was asking me about stuff. I just didn't feel like getting into it in the middle of an episode we were already doing with me and him, and, but here it is. Cat's out the bag. Fucking have a little baby girl on the way. At least born a girl. <laughs> we'll see what she decides. On the way, things are good, things could be worse. You know, move back to Boston, try to find a fucking job, a job that'll hire me when I'm on this. A job that'll fucking hire me when I'm on this podcast, talking about God knows what, mushrooms and shit. You know, that's cool. But find a job, take care of the baby, hopefully make the podcast and stand-up work somehow still. I mean, I'm never going to, not somehow, I'm going to keep doing stand-up and podcasts until the day I die, probably. But ideally, find a way to make that into a living. That'd be ideal. But other than that, we'll keep it short and sweet. Not too many rants about lockdowns and trans people. <laughs> uh... Uh, the only other thing is just Thanksgiving talk, you know? I started doing some Christmas shopping. You got to do that before Thanksgiving. Started doing that. Uh, it's all right. It's pissing through my money, wasting it on dumb shit, obviously. But the thing I notice about this, I don't understand. These targeted ads, these companies are stupid. That's what I'm I'm thinking. Like, you, you buy something, and then they target you for that exact same thing over and over. <laughs> Anyone notice that? It's like... Hey, it's sixty percent off a Notre Dame sweatshirt. It's like, oh, I already, I already got that Notre Dame sweatshirt for my dad. Why would I, why would I need ten Notre Dame sweatshirts? You know what I mean? I got for my girlfriend's for our anniversary. I got her the DNA thing for our dog. It was like fucking two hundred bucks. Good gift. She wanted it. Test the dog for DNA. I got like the best one. 
that company emails me once a week. Here's 40% off. It's like, Hey, I hate to break it to you guys, but your company is kind of a one trick pony. You know, like you gave me the dog's DNA, unless you're lying and something's going to change. Why would I ever buy another dog DNA test ever? It just doesn't make sense, you know, but that's, what's going on. Christmas shopping, Thanksgiving, quick episode. Keep it fun. How many times can I fucking say that? Uh, the only other thing I was going to do was just talk about the football slate, I guess, a little bit. I haven't even really looked at the lines, but obviously we always know who's playing. Cowboys and uh, Lions always play. Goes without saying. Uh, Cowboys got Washington, which who the hell knows. Dallas, favorite by three. I'll probably take Dallas, actually. Andy Dalton looked normal last week. They could be half decent, but not good, but they got good receivers. He's an average quarterback, so they should be able to beat teams like Washington. Washington stinks. Alex Smith stinks. That whole, I mean, conference is just pathetic. Houston at Detroit. Detroit's favorite. Ah, uh, sorry, no. Houston's favorite, which they should be. Deshaun's playing great. They beat the Pats last week. The Pats, oh, I don't know. They don't officially stink. I can't say that, but they are just as mediocre as it gets. Houston, I think Detroit stinks. I think Stafford stinks. I'll take Houston. Then Baltimore, Pittsburgh. They're talking about canceling it because of COVID tests, so who the fuck knows. But if they play, I mean, Pittsburgh's definitely the better team. I don't know what's up with Baltimore. They can't do anything in the last few weeks. They can't run. They can't throw. Their defense ain't stopping anybody. Quite the fall from grace for last year, so that's my, that's my little takes. And uh, the only other thing left to do is just talk about Thanksgiving food, right? Who doesn't like that? Uh, I'll just throw out a quick power ring. Like I said, doing a quick up. We'll get you the fuck out of here. Next week. Be a lot better, a lot more fun. I just wanted to get something out this week. Make myself feel better, you know, not feel as useless. But I'm not going to keep you guys. Power rankings on the food. Fat man, I, I, I say stuffing, number one. But I'm admittedly biased because my mother's side of the family does the homemade stuffing recipe. That was my grandmother's. They all make it, and it's the best stuffing in planet Earth. So that's my number one. Regular, I'm not talking like stovetop or something. No. Of course, turkey and gravy and mashed potatoes are better than that, but. My plate's looking like you can count on turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, gravy, cranberry, and whatever type of casserole they got. You know, it's usually like a green bean or some sort of broccoli casserole. Throw them the fuck on my plate. Uh, is that it? Peas, corn, if they got those, carrots, I'll eat that shit. Lay all those on me. Anything else on your plate, you're a fucking idiot. Anybody that's like, oh, mac and cheese, I don't know. Mac and cheese is delicious, but we never had it at Thanksgiving growing up, so... Because my family didn't do it, it's obviously wrong, so you're an idiot for that. And then the desserts or whatever. I like a pie, I love cookies and milk, but I'm not going to Thanksgiving for the desserts. I'm probably eating a big old glass of milk with my Thanksgiving dinner, unless I'm drinking red wine, so. That's my that's my plate. Get at me in the DMs, let me know if you disagree, let me know if I miss anything. Those are what's on my plate, that's what's good. Every once in a while, they'll make a strange thing like a... Like a creamed onions thing in my family. I don't mind that. I'm, a, I'm an onion guy. And my great-grandmother used to make homemade applesauce, which I loved, but we haven't had that in a hot minute. Other than that, I don't really give a fuck. Let's save it all for sandwiches later in the night. That's the move. And uh, just be safe. Enjoy the football with your friends. I'm going to be Thanksgiving dinner. It's just me, my girlfriend, and her father and uh, her parents' house. That's it. Mother's working. Siblings out of state. The rest of their family's doing their own COVID stuff, so... Just three of us, and she can't drink. 
she's the driver, so that should be fun. We'll get pissed drunk on red wine, me and her dad. Eat some delicious food there, and then we'll come back to Boston and to the city. See my family, go up to my grandfather's, eat some leftovers and sangies, and that's what my day is going to look like, you know. I'm either going to get pissed drunk off red wine, or I'm going to be hungover from tonight. Maybe I meet the boys tonight and get wrecked. Who knows, but there you have it, boys, girls, ladies, gentlemen. That's the uh, episode. Thanks for coming. Uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Have a safe Thanksgiving. Sorry, I was reading something there. Have a safe Thanksgiving. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Enjoy your dinners. Get at me in the DMs. Let me know if I miss any good foods. And we'll leave on the Five Fat Turkey song. I love you all. See you next week with a real episode. Uh-huh.